This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. Welcome back from South Carolina, your Charleston adventure. How yes. was it? It was everything you said it would be. Right? Yeah. Hugely recommend it. Really fun city. Amazing food. Yes. Um, we got I, Mike and I got to meet your friend Keith. Keith, the mayor. Who owns the best bar in town. We went there. It was like <laughs> We better packed. get like an ownership stake Seriously. in this bar at this point. <laughs> but yeah. it was actually, it was very, very fun. It's an easy recommendation yes. to give. It is, if you go to Charleston, it's called Uptown Social. It is like, it, it's like the, it, it, it turns into your embassy if you go there for a weekend. Because it's like an easy place to pop in. You just know in. it's going to be fun. Everyone right. there was just having such a good time. There was a band we caught the end of, and then there was yeah. a DJ and Mike and I. We're not like, we like... We like go out and party, not usually just the two of us. There's sure. usually we're in a group where it was just the two of us. And we had a we had a really good time. That's gotta That's be fun. a nice time. You yeah. know, the, the, you know, it's just you two at the party. Like you're at, you're at a almost wedding crashing a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little sense of adventure. It was really fun. And then we went to Bodega, which is their I guess kind of like a breakfast. It's um, their new spot. spot. Yeah. So Share House and Bodega are their new spots, and they're like attached. Yes. I, I haven't been yet. I, I, it, was it was great. great. Mike had the uh, bacon, egg, and cheese, and he loved it. Thought it was amazing. He's tr- you know that was Keith's thing. He went down. It's funny, like you know. The, the country kind of during COVID, but Keith moved before COVID. But I think our age group is kind of at the forefront and Gen Z definitely of like shaking up the snow globe. Right. And then everyone kind of landing in newer spots. So like you see these cities that are like, like Charleston is not like the old South anymore. You right. know, like there's a bunch of New Yorkers there. You know, Nashville has that vibe. And the people who live there, they get annoyed by it. Austin, they're like, oh, all right. these transplants. All these, right. But that's kind of happening a lot of places. Tampa's are like that. There's all these cities where, and I see them because I'm traveling yeah. for stand-up. You go, these cities are like kind of emerging as like new towns. Like, like Atlanta's a little bit like this because, and you can tell by like, what sports teams they're into. Like if there's okay. a new, like Atlanta, the, like the soccer team is huge. Right. And it's like, because people are looking for a connection with their new town. That's funny. So Charleston is that way where it's like, Keith got down there before the pandemic and he was like, you can't get a bacon, egg and cheese here. I'll make one. I'll make one. Yes. And then he made Bodega. So, I mean, this is a giant plug and I love Keith. He's one of my best friends. So I'm, I'm happy to do and it. He was but. great. It was great to meet him. We got to meet him at Did he at give you Bodega. some swag? He did. We did. We got the hat. I got the shirt. Oh, he hooked it it's up. Great. Yeah. Love it. Great guy. Now friend of the podcast. A fop. Yes. <laughs> friend of um, the pod. Yeah. He was awesome. And then it was kind of like, and then we did two days in Isle of Palms. So that was like the beauty of Charleston. I, I just, someone asked me where should they go? And you got me thinking of this. It's great because it's a city and then there's a beach like right. 30 minutes away. And it feels separate enough. I Someone asked, where should I do a bachelorette party? And I wrote up a bachelorette party itinerary that I would give. Great. And I, you want me to read it? Yeah, let's hear it's it. It's actually, I was proud of it. And I got so many messages. People were like, I'm doing this for mine. You're planning bachelorette I'm now? now. This is going to be my <laughs> side hustle. I'm going to plan bachelorette parties. Because I I do think bachelor and bachelorette well, parties. Well, you've been everywhere. So you know. I've been to a lot of places mm. in this country. And also, 
sometimes bachelorette parties a lot of times are 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 ruined by the ego of the planner. Okay. They 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 try, they, to, they try to say more about themselves than right. they do to make sure everyone has fun, and that's sometimes the bride, sometimes the groom, sometimes their bride, the friend, maid yeah. of honor, sometimes the best man, and it fucks up the party. And I I am a person who's like, think of the group. DM Jared to plan your bachelorette well, party. <laughs> you'll, get the, pay. you'll get the uh, party. You get the uh, the decor. You're gonna right. do the, the big bride. Well, the I same penis forever sign. <laughs> I'm decorating penises in my yes. in my apartment, uh, <laughs> whittling them out of clay. Um, okay, where should I go for my bachelorette? Also, thoughts on themes and matching outfits. Wow. This is the question I got. It's so funny that someone messaged you for that. I don't know why. I don't know why. You know, I, I don't know why people ask me it's anything. Like, I know who knows where a group of of, of single twenty seven year olds will have fun. This. 38-year-old comedian. Living in a studio apartment by himself with nothing in the fridge. Right. I, well, I think, you know, I think you and I mm -hmm. and this podcast is trusted for thoughtful honesty. Advice, yes. You know, we're, we're, yes. and we're not, we've never professed ourselves as experts. Uh, we are just two people who uh, enjoy the conversation. That is actually something that is not found in these times. Some people don't enjoy the conversation. Some right. people are, are offended to even have the conversation. About dating? A dating. Yeah. Anything. Mm -hmm. And then they put labels on you. You're evil. Oh, I I, I always say this is a, a, this podcast, you a podcast, if you're, it's a, and if you're, you have a friend that won't listen, I mean, we're going to get to a topic today that your friend who won't listen to the podcast definitely shared this on their Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the and, rise of lonely men. And this is why. And right, this yeah. is why, yeah, look at uh, you stupid men. You know, like I, that's the person who can't listen to this conversation because we're going to say things that are like, it's a lot of gray in the middle discussion. Right. And and sometimes when you get gray in the middle discussion, people go, you got to sound bad. And I think we're right. kind of. Well, it doesn't sound solution based because right. it's like, oh, I want to just know that if I do X, Y will happen. Right. I mean. But sometimes we give that, you know, sometimes we're like, send this text. It's yeah. X or X or Y and you'll get your answer. That's true. And so when I so I got this question, where should I go for my bachelorette? Well, and then we'll get into the article. Okay. But I uh, I'll read what I wrote. Let's hear it. OK. And and I'm not doing this to plug. I'm plugging Charleston. So the city should fucking hit us up with some. Send something. It, bring us down. Right. You show you show us show us the light. Right. We'll leave it up to you. Charleston. Yeah. Come on, Charleston. Come on, tourism board. Um. I, so Charleston, so where should I go for my bachelorette? Also thoughts on themes and matching outfits. Charleston is what I wrote. Okay. Get an Airbnb at the beach. It's far enough from the town to make the town and the beach its own events. The first people to arrive on Thursday, because usually people get there Thursday, yes. they do the grocery run. Many of the events I'm about to explain should be planned for during that grocery run. So... Mm -hmm. If that first day you're buying food and groceries for the house, the Airbnb right. by the beach. Okay. Thursday night, pasta party arrival. Okay. <laughs> We're making big loading. Ready to big go. ziti. Okay. It's going to be very high school fundraiser. Big vats of cheap wine. The TV playing old videos and pictures of the bride to be all night long. Everyone can meet and reminisce and connect over the bride. Okay. Do we and understand this? And yeah. Bake City. Yes. You know, Bake City cheap. Okay. High, you know, Bake City and, and, and a big salad. And they're cooking? Yeah, throw <laughs> it in the Bake City. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> this, okay. I've, never, someone... I've never eaten Bake City on a bachelorette party, but okay. That, maybe this is, you know, maybe why they haven't been so great. This is... <laughs> 
<laughs> Did I say that? No, okay. I'm assuming. <laughs> if you didn't have baked ziti, what's wrong? With I guess so, yeah. Baked ziti is an easy Bul just thing to like throw it, uh, right. to make in bulk. Is I'm going to save point. my critiques for the end. Okay. You continue. Okay, so that's Thursday night for the early arrivers. Okay. And plus, you've done the, 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 the grocery run. Okay. Big vats of wine, big salad. You know, even the, you know, the salad people can have the salad. You know, okay. okay. But also, you know, okay. Friday day, we're all going to the beach. And that's when people are trickling in. We do subs for the beach, big coffees. Maybe a little alcohol, but only for the people who have an issue. Okay. <laughs> okay. Friday night, dinner near the beach house. Something easy, not too expensive, but it's done as a group. You come back to the house after the big dinner, and it's a pop stars of our youths night. The playlist is Britney, Extina, BSB, etc. You get it. There's a Gatorade container with huge, uh, a big vat of Cosmos. Okay. Okay, that's on tap. Everyone gets wasted. French, you can make a big Cosmo tap. You know, people are drinking Cosmos. I'm bringing it back. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking Carrie Bradshaw. I'm Carrie. I'm bringing back. Nineties drinks are in. Okay, okay. I'm bringing back the Cosmo. Okay, the Cosmo. okay. a vat of Cosmo. Okay, Va you're bringing Gatorade. it back strong, very quick. Okay, night one. We're okay. part. We're right. in. Yeah. So we're having Christina, Brittany, BSB, etc. So we're having a, a pop stars of our use night. Gatorade container full of Cosmos. Everyone gets wasted. Friendships and enemies are made. At midnight, the single women are invited to hook their phones up to the big screen and they live swipe on Tinder. Okay. The group will cackle, make fun of unsuspecting men, and the enemies will become friends. Now we all connect over the, the hatred of fuckboys in the local Charleston area. Okay. Saturday, bus picks you up at 11 a.m. You go into town for brunch. After brunch, you bar hop. As day turns to night, it all ends at the rooftop of Uptown Social, Plug City. Okay. Now the bus is going to do three trips back to the house. 5 p.m., 8 p.m., midnight. Saturday night, there's pizzas awaiting you at the beach house. Sunday, you're going home. Okay. Now on the topic... <laughs> Now, there was a question about uh, themed shirts and nights. I don't believe in them. I think the, the shirts have gotten out of control. It's a lot of, I have to say, so many bachelorette, some bachelor parties too. But you, can, you can't always tell from the bachelor parties. Right. So many bachelorettes there, and they're all dressed the same. I agree. We got to get rid of that. Because get rid not, of them dressing. Get rid of the sash. If you're a bride, you're thinking about going on your bachelorette party, someone suggests a sash or a be like, no. no, we're not doing that. Nobody wants to wear a T-shirt they received in the mail that week. On a weekend, they're about to have 5,000 calories a day. Yes. Everyone wants to be comfortable. Let us be comfortable. And also, the saying on your shirt has been done. Yes. We are, we are over no the mountain of creativity. It. It's over. Yes. So you can't be more creative than the last one. Also, these things, like some girl wrote me, she's like, oh, we were all dressed as grandmas. We've seen it. It's been done. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen it. The, the themes are garbage. I hate them, and I hate them for the person that's like, I want to wear my clothes. I want to look good. I want to feel good. Yeah, I don't want to wear this ugly fluorescent pink shirt. Pictures are going to be taken. I want to wear clothes. Again, we're eating 5,000 plus calories a day on a bachelor bachelorette party weekend. Mm -hmm. I want to wear clothes that I can know that those pictures won't haunt me the next week when I am anxious from my hangover. Yes. Why are we only going out one night? I believe... That uh, going out is overrated on a bachelor bachelorette party. I okay. think the group is more. I think they, people are there for the group. I also think, you know, that that one night when you confine it to that, right? I think it um it depends on 
the the age and the mix of the bachelorette. Sure. Are most people single? We should be going out. More. Are most people are mm-hmm. more than more people not single than single? Fun night in. So you can see that in the beginning I I mm-hmm. explained that the beach event beach and town are events. I believe in like tent pole events. Okay. So <laughs> so like you have to be at these things. You don't have to be at all the things. Okay. So that's my point with like, we're at the beach during the day. That's why I leave a lot of it open-ended. I see. Let people- Some but, people can, I like the bus that leaves at three different times. Right. So it's like, you know, as far as like that first Friday night, come back to the house, we're having the pop star night, whatever. Okay. But Thursday, if you get there early, yeah, Thursday we went to the bars, we hung out after the uh, the grocery Fair. run. Like it yes. gives a little bit of Choose all that. Choose your own adventure. Exactly. I so. like that. And the bride's going to want to play some games that revolve around her and her- and her husband, and did they match the same answer? We do. We do that. My friend, my group right. does that. This is, you know, that's why the bus is yeah. coming at eleven. <laughs> she <laughs> yes. can wake up early and do her stupid game. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or you know, also you do that Friday night with the the Cosmo yeah, Vat. That's great. Yeah, you do it right with the Cosmo Vat. Which right. I don't. I, have you d- had a Cosmo? It's been a while. I don't know why it came <laughs> into my mind. It just it's it's pink. No margaritas. It's, just uh, margaritas get out of control. I guess you know if you yeah. want to make a skinny marg in there, that'd be pretty good. Okay. Well, I can just imagine you with a clipboard just running around this bachelorette party. <laughs> who's got the... Can you imagine? <laughs> like the, these hot 27-year-old okay. women and they got this like sweating, schlubby like a, Jewish guy like running around. They brought me around. Where's the planner? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rachel, you need to be at the bus at midnight. Get to the front of the picture. Everyone say, Rachel's bachelorette. <laughs> Sexy singles. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. I would She's watch, married. I would watch a show that's just you planning bachelorettes and every, you know, that's uh, that's the theme of the show. Let's pitch it. Yes. I want it so bad. Because here's the thing. I care about people having fun. Yes, that's why that's you should be a planner. That's my only concern. Yeah. Everyone is, you know, about right. themselves. Everyone's yes. a narcissist. Everyone, it's like, people ask me, why do you yell at cheese boards? Why do you charcuterie okay. rate? Because I believe the charcuterie says a lot about the person who made them. Yes. Same for bachelor, bachelorette party. I've been on bachelor parties where I'm like, this guy who planned this is a piece of fucking shit. We've, haven't we all? Right. Yes. And it's because it was about them. Oh, I got to show you the boardwalk that I used to go to when I was eight years old. Right. No one Fuck cares. Fuck your childhood. Yes. <laughs> I'm here to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's your pitch. That's my pitch. That's your slogan for the Jared Freed Bachelorette Planning Service. We'll have to figure out a, a if you guys have a funnier name for the service. Right. Let us know before we launch. Bro's <laughs> Bachelorette lo- Party. Maybe a logo. A logo would be fun. Yeah, that'd be great. Jared's Bachelorette Emporium. Um, <laughs> love it. So the factory. Bachelorette right. factory. <laughs> this is a weird way for us to start the podcast, yeah. but I'm happy we did. So but Charleston was good. Charleston what? was great, except for on our last night, our flight mm. was canceled. So you, I, so you went, what were the days you went? We went Friday to Monday. So Monday, you have a Monday night flight yes. originally. When did it get canceled? That's important. It got canceled around like 1.30. So you Delta's haven't been to the good, airport. Delta's good about that. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going to cancel. And they also don't do this. Okay, I'm going to. Here we uh, go. It's time for me to let out some I love it. venom. I love it. Um. I love it. So we have the 5.30 flight. It gets canceled at 1.30. Th- but we're already upgraded to Delta Comfort. I'm feeling good. Right. You get I'm relaxing. I'm on the beach. That's right. And then I go to check something in the app. I'm like, maybe I got upgraded to first. <laughs> Didn't happen. One can Instead, dream. Instead, I'm, I'm only a silver medallion. It's probably not happening. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> check the app. Flight is canceled. Oh, I'm so annoyed. And yeah. so is the other flight. There's two flights. There's one. They're like at the same time. One's to JFK and one's to LaGuardia. Got it. 
both canceled. So I'm and those are the last. There's the last flights of the day and the early the last they're, they're ship not, out of yeah, Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to make any of the earlier ones. Mm-hmm. So um, I call Delta. They're like, there's only one. There's like one more connecting flight that you go through Atlanta that night. I'm like, she, they're like, but there's only one ticket left. So I'm like, all right, bye, Mike. <laughs> she was in it's a first class seat, but there's only there's only one ticket left. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, it's fine, whatever. Right. I'm like, all right. I'm, I see another flight with a different airline, so I'm just going to cancel. And then they offered, they gave money and they can, they were yeah. like very nice, whatever. I book a JetBlue flight. Worst decision ever. I'm never flying JetBlue again. I, this is uh, like my third terrible interaction with them. I actually want them to suffer just okay. like as a company. And I want all of their employees to like <laughs> do poorly. Pay. To, yes, pay for, to pay for this <laughs> inconvenience. What happened? So it just goes to, sh- just like the difference in the experience. Of course. So I book a 630 flight with, with JetBlue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we can get home that night. Um, we go to the airport, they're delayed. Mm-hmm. They keep delaying it every 20, every 10 minutes. It's delayed yeah, another yeah, 20 yeah. minutes. The worst delayed. For, this happens for three hours. I'm tracking the other plane. It's still taxiing in New York. Cause it's, we're supposed to get the, the flight oh, from there. God. And then it's like 9 PM. So I've been, we've been at the airport now, like four hours Yeah, and they flight gets canceled. Oh, come on. So, and it's just like, the, it's like they knew they were going to cancel it. Like right. the whole time. We, 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 uh, First of all, if the plane's still in New York, you know that there are uh, it can't, it's not getting here right. in fifteen minutes. Yeah, so just push it. Just cancel it or if cancel it. Yeah. Can- which they wound up doing. If they're going to cancel mean, it, did you need to get it. home? Well, then I was like, I kind of just prefer, have preferred to get home. So sure. that's why we did this thing. So then I'm like, so then I, we call them, and they're just like the rudest people on the phone yeah. like completely rude and they're they're like we can't give you anything we can't do anything but we're on this flight they put us on the flight the next evening oh so now you've wasted another debt whole so, day so i'm like no forget it cancel that i see yeah. a united flight tomorrow morning <laughs> so then we book the united flight yeah. leaves at 6 30 so we're like okay i guess we're going to the airport hotel because we have this hey, early we're going to the airport yeah. hotel because our flight now is supposed to leave at 6 a.m and you so want to be nearby yeah so we're just we go back to the hotel we wake up for this flight flights can't this flights canceled Come in the morning on. too so now I'm back to my our good old Your third canceled our third flight. canceled flight. And the annoying thing is that Delta had put us on a flight at the same time, right? That morning that wound up leaving. Listen, I'm not just, to say I'm proud. Yes, of my <laughs> Delta. I was so annoyed. I'm so irritated. Um, and then finally, so then I just booked rebooked a flight at 5:30 p.m. on Tuesday night for Delta. We just spent the the so day. So now you had another day there. Yeah. Which so I would, I have the belief mm-hmm. of today's a wash. Put me on five 30 tomorrow. Fuck it. This is now a five day trip. Well, I like, mean, yeah, that should, that should have been right. instead of trying to, and this is my, so I did three different airlines yeah. and then wound up back at Delta. <laughs> back. And then I called oh, them, reliable. I called them and then they're like, Oh, we're not. Cause I paid for the flight. Cause I already spoke to them about getting a refund. And they were like, Oh, we're going to just like refund you the amount. Just an amazing. It's the only airline that really treats you like a person. Right. Well, JetBlue, you know, the reason people loved it at first is they treated everyone the same. I'm not into no, that. No, 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 no. We like class. <laughs> That's not the kind of country we, no, I no, want to no, no. live in. We like capitalism here on the UL <laughs> yes. podcast. We are pro-America, just fat yes. pig capitalists. Exactly. And because, no, but I, because I didn't realize it until I flew JetBlue, because I had a canceled flight, yeah. booked a JetBlue flight, and I was like, 
oh, this is garbage. They're terrible. Yeah, because, and it's not that JetBlue is garbage, but the idea of like, when you take no, away No, I think the, they are garbage. Well, okay, well, yes, yes. This is, I'll, I'll, I'll stand by the party line of this podcast. Fair. We hate JetBlue. We, we hate want JetBlue. the whole company to suffer. Yes. But it is because, it, it, when you take away the, you know, the status of it all, and everyone gets a bag of chips. Right. Everyone also gets treated, treated like terribly. garbage, yeah. you know? So there's no, you well, know. They just merged. They're merging or they're acquiring spirit. They must oh. be picking up a few tricks from them. <laughs> right. um, yeah, they've And the person their... on the phone with me was just so rude. She actually hung up on me. I've really? never been hung up on by a customer. Wow. And I'm not even that abusive. I, no, like, to, I like to think. That abusive. You'll have to ask Mike, but I don't even consider myself that abusive. Karen Abraham came out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like, she's just like, there's nothing I can do. And she's like, there's no credit I can give you. And like, uh, and I'm like, well, can I speak to someone above you? She goes basically like, no, bye. <laughs> she like, I'm Ms. JetBlue. I've literally never been hung up. I, start, I started quoting the, the passenger bill of rights. <laughs> and then she was like, fuck this bitch. Um, and she immediately hung up on me. And then I was like, uh, I don't know. I was well, very annoyed. But to bring it back to relationships, Mike is a nice balance for me because he's sure. very go with the flow. Of course. Like he probably would have just taken the one the next day, but I was like making all these moves. But he was the whole time I'm getting more as every flight is getting canceled. I get more and more irritated. And I did not find it. It was like not so bad because if you have at least one person who's kind of like not a big, it's not a big deal. Right. You need was, to be reminded. Right. It was. He, uh, yeah. He's like the um, he's he's like the the baseline. You know, you're just like, OK, good. Yes. Someone. Someone. Because if we're both in bad moods, it's going to be a really bad day. <laughs> You're going to get hung up on twice by JetBlue. You know, exactly. the, like uh, let one person get hung up on it and one person go. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. You know, you need that. In a relationship. I do, you do need that. And so that was nice. But yeah, after I um, knock all of Long Beach down and rebuild it <laughs> with condominiums, I'm going to buy. My goal is to become so rich that yes. I buy JetBlue and then fire everyone. Fire the I whole. just I just liquidate my entire investment. <laughs> you and the last person you fire is that woman who was on customer service with you, and you go, remember me? <laughs> Big mistake. Huge. Um, so well, yeah. we're happy you made it back. Thank you. Welcome yes. back. I yeah. Got, yeah, I just I basically just got back. It was, uh, I, yeah, it was well, great. Yeah. You did. I didn't even realize. I know. I was, I, I, you know, I was too annoyed to even post about it. Right. Oh, that, right. that's very annoyed. <laughs> that's very annoyed. Speaking of traveling, I'm traveling this great country. Oh, yeah, where are you going? Let's I am going to be in Phoenix, Arizona this weekend. And I'm there for the long weekend. Uh, so come. This was kind of a late ad. So if you're in Phoenix or you have friends no. in the area, come to the show. Uh, Chicago, that's selling out. So people, get on it. Um, Buffalo, Royal Oak, Michigan, Albany, Milwaukee, Timonium, Richmond. Also, if you're listening right now, I'm announcing a Boston show. So Ooh, I'm doing hometown. a Boston. He's hometown. going home. I'm coming home. <laughs> Get the Duncan ready. Yes. I'm coming home. Um, I'm doing a show in Boston. We're in pre-sale right now. So if you don't want to miss out on tickets, okay. I'm giving out a pre-sale. I know you hate pre-sale. I hate pre-sale, but we've figured out a Something's way. Something's coming. Right? <laughs> I cannot wait to share with you guys what I have been working That's on. That's kind of what pre-sale is. I a hate it. Bit, yeah. It's so annoying, but I'm trying to get people to go on my Patreon. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you can join my Patreon and get the pre-sale code so you don't miss out on tickets. But it's going to be a bit, it's going to be at the Wilbur. Okay. It's going to be a big theater. I, oh, we, I'm did the, we did the, we did the Wilbur. Wilbur. Great, you know, that's great a great theater. venue. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for you. 
I'm very excited for, for myself. <laughs> so yeah, jaredfree.com for tickets. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and Sea Holly Bio Extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While multi-active cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. What are we talking about today? Our- I got sent this article by, I got DM this article by a few people. And I'm, I'm going to say due to our last, the last conversation we had about a lot of people have been asking, three people sent me this article. Okay, we, we're going to put a number on it. <laughs> yes. Well, I saw this article a lot. Okay. So now I'll make it more vague. I saw it from <laughs> the worst person you follow on social media had this article. Yes. It was sharing this article. On TikTok or on on Everywhere. Instagram? By the way, congratulations on 100K TikTok followers. That's big. <sighs> I was wondering when you'd bring this up. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'd forgotten until this very <laughs> this, moment. Thank you. This is like having a baby and then not even getting <laughs> congr- congratulated until 20 minutes into the podcast. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm finding a groove on TikTok. I'm doing a lot of face to the camera. Nice. You know, that type of stuff. Uh, yeah, if you're a TikTok... We we both want to be followed on TikTok. Yeah, you're you have much better content, but I'm, well, no, I'm working on it. That's I'm, one of my 2023 goals. <laughs> what a goal! No, the I'm, I'm the looking at people's explore page. Oh yeah, fun. That's great. That's a great TikTok. Thank you. Um, new trees. Yes, Christmas trees. I got to do something till Christmas. Right, you gotta keep, gotta keep busy. <laughs> Every all the eleven months of the year, I scramble for content, and then right. December, it's all over. It's all cake. Um, okay, so it's called the rise of lonely single men. Yes. If there's ever been a clickbaity title for single women, they were like, <laughs> and uh, talk about uh, what's the word? Sh- we say Schadenfreude. Is that what it's called? Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Yeah. Well, that yeah. is the best point of them all because you're yes. dancing on the grave. The lonely single men. Finally. My ex, what? <laughs> what? What are you doing here? That's the dream. I told you you'd be mad without me. This is the dream for every man that's that I that stumped me. For them to be a lonely single man. <laughs> a lonely single man, yes. <laughs> this is basically like this is like the they should just call this karma. Right. Gotcha, bitch. Right. 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 It's very clickbaity title. Very click it's so clickbaity that I knew the article and never read it. But it it's was in, shared, right. It it's was, in psychology today, which I wouldn't I'm a little ashamed of them. The whole article they should be ashamed of. <laughs> it's it's garbage. <laughs> it's absolute gar- and I'm not saying that because I'm like defending single I'm saying yeah, they, they, there's no facts in it. 
Right. It's all just vibe based. It's an opinion article. And because it's in psychology today, people share it. And, you know, it's funny to me. It's ironic to me that this article, The Rise of Lonely Single Men, was shared by someone who would make fun of their aunt for sharing QAnon links on Facebook. <laughs> Yes. Like the same person who would be like, look at that fucking idiot sharing clickbaity, you know, conspiracy theories. You just shared a conspiracy theory yes. because this wasn't there was no if you go read the article and I'll, uh, we want to read the key points. Yeah, let's do the key points so everyone knows what we're talking about if they haven't read the article. The, the article now that we let's push it. Right. <laughs> the Rise of Only Single Men by Greg Matos. Yes. Society. OK. And he says Dating apps, whether you're just starting to date or you've recently divorced and dating again, dating apps are a huge driver of new romantic connections in the United States. The only problem is that upwards of 62% of users are men and many women are overwhelmed by the number of options they have. I think of it as kind of the opposite, to be honest. That might, and there, I, okay, yeah. Competition in online dating is fierce and lucky in-person chance encounters with dreamy partners are rarer than ever. It's an opinion. Yeah. I don't, I think the 62% of users being men thing is, I feel like maybe it's just New York, but I feel like most people are like, there's too many female options. Well, I guess where I would agree with them is men are swiping yes more. Okay. And where the idea of a woman being overwhelmed by matches, like men are going in being like, and this is the thing that's left out of this article is why men use a dating app. And that's why this podcast can be frustrating for some people to listen to because I'm going to tell you something that, you know, I'm telling you it's raining out. You can bring your umbrella or don't because this article seems to be for people who don't like to have to use critical thinking. They, right. they don't they want to absolve themselves of any responsibility of, you know, figuring things out and figuring out their own feelings. And I don't say that to be mean to anyone. And I'm and let me say before we really get into this, I'm going to sound bad. <laughs> like I'm going to sound like a dick because well, that's why you're here. I, I guess yes. I don't mean to be a dick. I don't, in my opinion, I'm helping people or I'm just being honest. And okay. sometimes honesty is taken as, uh, you know, as hurtful, but I don't mean it to be. It's icky. You know, th these apps were created by men to try and have sex with women without, f without feeling the pains of rejection. Right. So, and that's a very plainly spoken way to explain dating apps and probably why they shouldn't be called dating apps because that's confusing to a lot of people. That doesn't really explain both sides of it. You know, you might be looking to date. Right. But, and then this article kind of goes on to explain like, oh, these men are, men are more sad and lonely now and it's because they're going on dating apps and not, again, the part that people woo-wooed is the next part in the explanation. I'm sorry to interrupt. But. No, it's fine. Do you think dating apps are worse for for women than men? I think they're they're bad in different ways. Like they're bad, be, you know, for a lot of women, we hear from a lot more women than men. Yes. And I'm not trying to say that their experience, you know, I'm not it's tough to not compare, you know, <laughs> but theirs is differently bad. Like it's bad for men because like this article basically is like saying, you know, there's more I can't believe there's more crack addicts after we gave them all crack. Right. Because these apps are like, you know, these men are swiping because based on I would have sex with that woman. I'm attracted. Not do, they, you know, could they be a potential partner? Do they have the do they check boxes? There's one fucking box. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. So 
when you and I have to fight that in myself. Right, just swiping for that reason alone. You're right, yeah. I, and and that's I'm again. I'm not saying I'm better than these people. I'm saying like I do have these moments on dating apps, and I, I re-downloaded because I was bored the other day. I re-downloaded the dating app after, as you do, as right. you do, right? And you get a match, and you look at it, and you go, "Ha!" Eh. Okay. And then you go, "Do I want? Do yeah. I want to do this?" Right. How much? And then I have to say, Jared, would you go, be excited to go on this date? For any other reason of I physically find them attractive. And that's the kind of the problem with dating apps. It's like almost like looking up the restaurant before you go. Like, you know, then you end up not going. Right. And, and you, you might go, have missed out on a... On a good connection. Maybe. 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 That's why meeting in person is brought up. Like, and so this article kind of is like... What you're saying is good, though. That's like what you almost what you want from... A guy, you want a guy to be thinking that. Sure, but I'm, I'm saying when he says men are lonelier and single, more right. single than ever, this is why. I think it's like maybe you, people are, are lonely. I would assume yeah. that too. I think right. that's probably, I, I think, well, this article has no facts, no numbers, right. no, 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 no scientific anything merit. Yeah. It's just an opinion of one person. And again, I'm now responding to it with an opinion of one person, but I'm saying they've left, they've basically, the whole article is, was shared by women saying, see, these men, fuck them. They're, they're, our standards are higher now. That's why, men, and it's like, your standards aren't true. higher. Right. You are just dealing with men grasping at something kind of ridiculous, like, hey, fuck me. <laughs> and, and you're going, what are you, crazy? And you're not doing that. And, and they didn't have the tools to do that before dating apps. Okay. They okay. may have, but just not as uh, on such a, uh, on the numbers basis. And what happens is, again, my aspiration is to be in a family with a loving partner and right. be on the porch and rocking chairs and holding my grandkids. Like, Just planning bachelorettes right. from the comfort of your own home. Right. Telling Rachel to fucking sit up in the picture. So I, I so I, it, it is interesting to me. This article is more to divide than to figure anything out. Right. And, and, and it was like, and you saw the people who were like, our standards are high. They better get in line. It's like, no, these apps are distractions to a lot of men. And then they're giving up opportunities with very nice women because they're distracted by the idea of more, more, more and extra. And maybe the next person will be a crazy, you know, sexual time. And this is not as, you know, exciting as that. And then they're left going, holy shit, I have nobody. Right. <laughs> and it's like, to me, that's... It's somewhat of a disaster if you look at it from the other side. But if you don't want to be empathetic to men, then I get why this is, you know, well, a nice article. How does it how does it relay into like this last part where he says where he basically says that for for men, uh, relationship skills there's this relationship skills gap that if not addressed will likely lead to fewer dating opportunities and longer periods of being single. There's less patience for poor communication skills today. The problem for men is that emotional connection is the lifeblood of healthy long-term love, and it requires all the skills that females are still not consistently teaching young boys. Yeah. This is, again, back to the drug analogy. Like, a dating app is a certain type of drug that can become distracting. Right. And the idea that standards are higher for emotional talents, I don't really buy that. Yeah. I think that's an easy thing to say and to believe in, but I think the tools, the dating app is is giving, and I'm not defending this, I'm saying is, is, is a guy, you have so many minutes in a day, 
And if your minutes are spent on dating apps trying to fuck, then you're not out in real life trying to talk to people as human beings. Okay. <laughs> and so I would say, yeah, they're, I, I, to me, I think they're going down a road that is, the dating apps offer a road that is unattractive to women as far as a relationship is concerned. Okay. So it's like, I don't know. It, it, I, I wish I had the better words to explain this because it's like, I see it in my head where I'm like, yeah, of course, it, you know, if. Right. To me, it's kind of like, it's only looking at one side of this equation, right? Mm -hmm. And it's part of the part thing that's interesting to me is like the way that gender roles are supposed to be now more even, right? Mm -hmm, We're mm -hmm. both supposed to be like communicative and emotionally in tune, but also like men aren't supposed to be paying for as much shit as they used to, right? Right, right, right. So I think, but I think it ignores the other side of that. It's like, oh, all these men who can't communicate are, are not going to therapy are no longer going to be, no one is going to care about them anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, they don't talk about the flip side of that. It's like, what are the differing expectations in men for the women that they're dating? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I thought that part was kind of like, they're just focusing on the deficits of the men here. Right. And so I, and that was kind of some, so I got sent, so I sent this to my one of my best friends, and I was like, hey, what do you think? Any thoughts? And he's like into these types of discussions. So okay. like he, he's a more of a reader than I am. So he sent me back uh, an article from The New Yorker called How, How Toxic is Masculinity? Okay. I would suggest it. Yeah. it. It brings up a lot of the points that you're talking about right now, where it's like, how, you know, if the, if the goal is even, you know, how do we, but you, you got to, there's, there's portions of it that are just very interesting and okay. that offer a, actually a kind much of go, better. A, 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 a much more like gray kind of reading to right. do than, the, than this one. But I, I mean, it, 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 and it writes, is, it, is this plausible? Can women enjoy the warm embrace of he-men without having to endure bossiness and swagger? Okay. And you're like, yeah. you know, and it's like, that comes down to like, you read a romance novel. Yeah. It's and it's not about two people on. who are exactly the same. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, can you have one without the other? Can you have the guy, you know, and I, I thought I, I like well, to I hold the door open yeah. for a woman. Right. I, you know, but can that guy also the, the one who opens the door for you because you hold the door open? Do you also do other things that are annoying? You know, right. Well, everything come, comes to that kind of thing. But it's also kind of like. Yeah, I want a man who's in touch with his, who can speak to me about his feelings and emotions. Do I want someone who's crying frequently? Right. Most women, I bet you would would not say yes. I'm not saying that's wrong or that's right, but I'm saying that's kind of how it is. Men probably are happy to have, in theory, like a woman who has a career is, is right. ambitious. Do they want her paying for everything? Maybe not. Right. I would say. Like, I think it's more of like a, a nuanced question of like, how the, the gender roles have changed. Is there something sort of inherently sexier about someone who's in more of a traditional right. gendered situation? I think it's kind of like a, everyone has a different place on the spectrum they'd like to be. You're right. And I'm going to read what my friend wrote back to me. He sure. wrote, because we're sustaining a masculinity standard while also asking men to be this other cuddly thing right. at the same time. And, Again, yeah, you can be like, well, that's not my problem, which is a, a, a fair, mm -hmm. you know, if you're a woman out there going, well, fuck them, that's their problem. You deal with it. I can understand that answer. That's a, yeah. that's actually a fine response. Um, but when it comes to this article, like, ha ha, they're lonely now. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't look at an ad. I do think these apps play to the worst part of men, and it's very Which hard. Which is just their like physical, just the way we approach urge. women. Right? Yeah, sure. or, you know the urges that we're approaching yeah. with. Well, and that's what it's. You can't really lead with your personality in a real way on a dating app. Absolutely not. It's not really. It's, it's never. It yeah. just doesn't work that way. Yeah, and that's sad. <laughs> but it's also reality. I don't even think it's sad. Yeah. Because you go, you know, I think this, it goes the other way, too. I don't think that's gender-based. I think attraction is attraction. When when someone writes in here and says, oh, we have this chemistry, <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, that's what that is. Yeah. You know, so, I don't know, this article annoyed me because of what it turned into. You know, I understand, I'm sure this it person wrote this. It turned into a, like, men better shape up and right. like, learn how to, like, talk about their feelings or else they're going to be old and alone and <laughs> no one's going to be putting up with it. You know who didn't read this article? The guy who sent you dick pics. <laughs> That you met on the app. Like, I, I'm just saying, like, the ones that you want to ship up, like, I don't know. Like, it, it felt like, because dating, I, I just think dating apps are just not, they are a distraction mm -hmm. in a different way for men than in an ickier way. Yeah, and I don't think we're thinking about it quite as, quite like that. I think it would help. I think if, if you knew, right. like, uh, yeah, he swiped on me because he's attracted. You know, like, right. it's like... You know, yeah. Well, it's I guess the then the challenge for women is how do I meet men in a way where that's not the only thing that, that where I can like figure out or or I can show a larger part of myself. Well, that's why I'm always the of the of the opinion that I think Hinge is doing a better job than the rest of the apps for that. Because because of what? Because you know when I think of dating apps, I'm like you have to think of like. And I'll speak for me. Yeah. Like, okay, you know, the hinge prompts. If he responds, if he likes your bathing suit picture instead of what you wrote in the prompt, that's shit. That'll, that tells right. you a lot. Yeah, that's a sign. That's a sign. Yes. It's a sign of many things. Maybe you didn't write, take the prompt serious enough and there was nothing else to write to you. Yeah. Or maybe he doesn't give a fuck about what you say. You know, like it's a, right. but that's a critical thinker. Yeah. You know, that's someone that goes, okay, they, 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 they like my bathing suit picture. Well, I don't really have anything else written. Maybe I should write something, yes. you know, or it's, I've written all these things. He didn't even fucking talk about those things. We don't have a connection. Right. He doesn't care about those things. Yeah. I mean, everyone is on a dating app and it sounds icky to sell themselves. Right. And to seek out others to mm -hmm. buy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> in that it's a market, right? We're at the Turkish Bazaar. Yeah. It's a market. So I think what this podcast can do at its best again is to tell you there's how to be a better consumer right. of the of the people who are selling you stuff on there. And here's how to market yourself better in a way that will give you better answers and clear and get rid of certain people. Right. You I know I, what I mean? You know, there's a person on here, and this is kind of an, an explanation of like of kind of what we're talking about. Just like you know, the, the, the struggle I have, and I'm saying I'm a normal average dude. I think I'm an okay guy. I hope I am, you know, whatever. But there's a woman here that I'm like, man, fucking my type. Okay. I'm looking at her. I'm like, hot. Okay. Like I am sitting here being like, and her prompts stink. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm and I don't There's nothing. They don't give me anything. Right. There's no work written. There's no, it's just. Just hot. 
I'm just attracted. Yeah. You know, like I, and I'm looking at everyone in the room because I'm like, I, I hope this doesn't sound, I'm not trying to bash her. I'm just saying like, I, I, the key to my heart is laughter. Uh, what the fuck? Right. What do I say to that? Who's going like to remember that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know I'm anything about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honk, honk. You know. Well, it's funny. I do feel like maybe, especially when I was younger and when I was on the apps, there was a reluctance to write something that was like real or like, it almost felt like you were trying too hard. And I think that's a maturity thing probably right. too, where at some point I was like, I'm not writing a bio. Like, I don't want anyone to I think get, I, yeah. I don't want I don't want anyone to think I like really want to be here. Right. <laughs> like or but I need this. This person's you know I mean? in their thirties. Yeah. You well, know, they, you would by hope, that point. At yeah. that point, yeah. Yeah. you are what you is. Be a little right. And I'm Put looking a little at effort into it if you really want it. The hallmark of a good relationship is shared values and mutual respect. I know. Oh my God. Right. What do I say to that? And it's, <laughs> it's like, like well, what's that date gonna be? Say. Right. I, I never like thought mutuals. about it. I never thought about it that way. I know. I disrespect women. <laughs> like, what am I going to write back to that? Right. right. And and it's, I'll show you the picture because like like when I talk about like my type, I'm like looking at her being like like this is, right. Oh yeah. Wheelhouse. I I mean this is why I explained. She to, does look Persian. <laughs> <laughs> Patty would be happy. Like I I yeah. This is Patty Stanger approved. Yes. But it's funny because I'm sitting here. With and I and I'm doing the thing that we're talking about in this article because I'm giving, it's just a physical thing. For I'm you, giving right? yeah. you the the struggle that men have, and again, that sounds like if someone could take this out and put it on TikTok. The struggle that men have, and then <laughs> fucking make fun of me. But <laughs> but I'm saying as I'm looking at this, I, we have matched, and you know I'm looking at the prompts. I'm going, I got nothing to say to this person, and I have to go, Jared, Let move it go. on. Let it yeah. go. I did talk to them. Mm-hmm. And they said their job, and I. <laughs> you didn't do that. Th- their job was okay. very vague. Okay. And but again, this is and What's I've a vague stopped job. Talk, PR. I, so let's say it was PR. Okay. I'm not going to give away the All job, right. but it is, it is PR. Uh, and I wrote something along the lines of like, so who are we giving publicity to? Okay. Right to like yeah, to it get was some the, more information. Yeah. Right, and they're like, we is that an offer to assist? And it's like. Okay, like, yeah. well, that's kind told- of that's almost like the roles are reversed. You're like, I just want to get to know you, right? <laughs> she's like, and she's just trying to flirt, and you're right. like, no, I want to. I'm taking this seriously. I want to know like more about you, right? And it's kind of sweet. It's kind of sweet, but uh, yeah. but also, if you think about it, I guess I'm only giving her this opportunity because you're attracted. I'm attracted, Fine, but, but that's that's the apps. That's baseline. Right, 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 right. And I'm sitting here like. Fuck. And, and I, I, you know, we had a little bit of back and forth and I'm like, get out of here, Jared. It ain't it. And this is kind of, and, and that's harder to do. So it's like, you know, yeah. like that was hard for me. Well, that's gross. To, yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Growth. Oh, growth. Oh, I was going to say growth. No, not <laughs> growth. No, I think that's growth. You're like, okay, I, this, I, I'm not doing the thing that's comfortable and easy. Right. Instead, I'm making a different decision based on a bigger need of mine. Yeah. And, I'm and sacrificing and, and, a momentary, like, positive feeling for something that's bigger and deeper. Right. And the guy you're talking to probably doesn't have a podcast with an 80% <laughs> female demographic who has to talk about these things every week and right. is trying to grow. 
Yes. So, you know, I am trying. as good as Jared. Right, right, right. But I am trying, and I'm still going, just fuck it up. Yeah. So (laughs) most people are not even there yet. Yeah. So take that with what, take that information and do with it what you will. Instead of just saying all men are the lonely (laughs) single man. (laughs) Got him. While she sips wine alone herself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's never the person in the relationship posting Never. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's do some awkward sex. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. This one. Okay. Hi there. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) After a boring Friday night in with wine, I have decided it's time to share this story that happened recently. Right right after posting that article. (laughs) (laughs) posted the lonely unhappy lives of men now let me get out my feather quill and write into the uop podcast as you do yeah i was working in florida this summer and needed some fun to get through a crappy job i started seeing this ranch hand (laughs) that was the ranch a ranch hand that was the epitome of a ranch hand (laughs) howdy (laughs) like what is i mean it's again it reminds me of um Sex in the City episode where where uh, Aiden has a house upstate, okay, that, and Carrie goes and she hates it. There's like no air conditioning. She it's awful. But then Samantha comes and visits her and has sex with like the ranch hand next door. Really? Like these people. I mean, the craziest part is that this person exists in real life. Yeah, it's a real. It's a. It's like a uh, tourist attraction. Right. He even showed up with a harmonica the first time he came to my place. Who is this guy? It's just a ranch hand. Home, home on the rain. So, <laughs> where the vagina comes in and strange. We lost it at the end. The li- I mean, the lyrics need some work. The uh, the pitch is great though. Right, thank you. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm feeling my voice get back right into, now. We could do a cabaret. I should do some sort of singing event. A cabaret. Know, yeah, you're right. Yes. I'll get Luann on the line and tell her. Yeah, maybe she'll give you tips. <laughs> the countess. Yeah, 
Usually this would be a deal breaker, but I was really bored and the sex was good. This was very much just a hookup situation. So on my night off, he asked if I wanted to come see the ranch he worked at and also have some fun in the stables. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a sound effect if you're listening at home. That was Jared's actual. That was I don't my know horse how you now? did that. That was pretty good. <laughs> Get this man get this man into an animated movie right. vocal part, please. Bojack Hollywood. Horseman. Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood Hollywood, it's me. <laughs> Can you pick up the phone? I mean, it's pretty good. I, I can do a horse. Uh <laughs> on that note. On that note. Um, fun in the stables. The owners were home, but they were older and usually asleep by nine or so. I showed up around 10 p.m. in a dress ready for what was obviously about to go down. After a quick tour and feeding some horses, he set up two hay bales for me to get on all fours on. So you know this isn't the first time this guy's right. done this. He, he's like, you're the horse now. <laughs> as you can imagine. That's a little weird, actually, right? now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. Uh, as you can imagine, he took me from behind. Little did we know, we had a visitor watching us. As we were actually both about to come, rare I know, <laughs> She's on all fours in a fucking stable and she's still making fun of this guy for not making her come. That's a romance novel. (laughs) We see a baby copperhead snake lurking in the doorway. Ranch hand is butt ass naked. At this point, grabs a plastic rake for mucking the stalls. Look at she knows the lingo and throws the snake far enough away for him to get his shorts back on. He then proceeds to chase after it and capture it by its jaws. Oh, wow. This is amazing, right? This is hot. Yeah. I also like that he he got the shorts on so his penis wasn't just flailing about as he was. He was like very smart move. Yeah. Always protect the penis. And how it looked, you know, and and the the angle. The angle, the look. Yeah. Yeah, There would have been two snakes (laughs) hissing at each other. Uh then proceeds to grab by his jaws so instead of finishing with me he finishes this snake and chops its head off okay that's another that got a little weird a little weird it got (laughs) personal i quit my job and left florida (laughs) shortly after i attached a photo of the ranch hand with said snake for your entertainment signed one girl two snakes yeah um i would have thought it was hot that he like threw the snake and then maybe like Got after it. I don't really, I don't know if I'd be into him chopping its head off. That seems a little extreme. Maybe that's kind of how you have to kill a snake. Why do you have to kill it though? It's like outside. Can't well, you just, I wouldn't like, want it coming back. It? Obviously the snake. I guess. He's I like, I finished off this snake. Now you finish off this one. Very Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, from the look of this guy, you know. He's got. He looks like a ranch hand. Yes. <laughs> He's very ranch hand. He's in jean shorts and boots. He's sweating a lot. Sweating a lot. He has an eagle tattoo. I mean, which is, of course. And he's, I'm not sure about that headband. It's looking yeah. very. Um, uh, it's looking a little like. It's, it's looking a little, uh, what's it called? Uh, Confederate. Confederate flagish. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'd... It's making, the, the, the picture, the, I don't know. It's making me a little uncomfy. <laughs> right. I'm being honest, but this is the body though. I've always been jealous of. Is it? Yeah. Because this body he has, I'm very into like, I'll, I'll look at a dude's body. I'll be like, that's the one the I would want. If I went to the store, not a lot of upkeep. Like this guy drinks beers, but he's not fat. Yeah. 
You know? He's a ranch hand, so he's, he's probably ranch hand. doing some work all the time. Right. Not a bad bot. I don't know. It's interesting that that's like your. Because I'm not looking for abs at this point in life. I just okay. want like, you know, I just want to like, I want a Toyota want a Camry. He looks firm. I'll give him that. Right. Okay. Like this body, he puts on a t-shirt. He doesn't even look in the mirror. Well, that's also probably just given his whole vibe of like, right. I'm a ranch hand. Yeah, he ain't looking at many chop, mirrors. Chop snakes. Yeah, I don't think there's a mirror in the barn where he's body checking himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he doesn't even know he has a Confederate flag yeah. I mean, headband got, on. This guy's got a Confederate flag headband on. He's like, uh, he's at a, he just got girls coming over to pretend they're horses. Right, and, and fuck them from yeah. behind. I mean, it's a you life. Have, you have names? <laughs> it's the America he's trying to protect. <laughs> right, this guy. Wow. Um, I like Maddie's name. She had Florida Man. Yeah. It was great. Love it. Love that one. That might be the winner. Copperhead Cockblock. It's good. And Barnyard Bang. Yeah. Oof. What do you got? I, I was thinking of one. I like uh, Florida Man. Florida Man's great. Because it's like, yeah. look at the picture. I mean, has there ever been more of a Florida Man? Did Ma- you have any? Maddie did it again. No, that was the... That, right. I, she did it. We didn't even need to do it. Red flag deal breaker. I, I if a woman did this, I kept thinking of like if like she what if I was fucking head. a girl from behind and then she was like, Oh my god, move, pushes me out of the way, just fucking chops the heads off a snake. Yeah. I'd be like <gasps> You'd be into it. I was so into it. I'd be like <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Oh my god. Yeah. What an angel. No, for me it would be It's too much. I don't know, I think this I mean, bringing this this uh episode full circle. I don't know if this guy is going to be the most communicative and have, uh, you know, poor, best communication skills and mm-hmm. emotional connection. Uh, but for the health, for the lifeblood of a healthy long-term love. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see you say that sentence to him. Right. And just see his reaction. reaction. Just like, like I'd watch it's his like, eyes go cross. I'd be like, it's from psychology today. <laughs> you know. You know. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they have that. What meat. do you think of toxic masculinity? <laughs> toxic what? Howdy. I think we just solved all the, uh, the you know, the national political divide in this right, country. Right, I think so. Yeah. We hate both of them. <laughs> hate them all. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP.
You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's do another email let's do it we got new merch let's read some emails and what would j and j say mugs i think i'm drinking am i drinking out of one? i got the mugs are great we got the you, you a podcast tank there's still time splash of obnoxious t-shirt Love and it. you up with benefits People love the benefits episodes. Yes. We have Bear some, our souls. We have some good ones coming out this month. I remember yes. us liking them. We yours, do, should be, yours should probably be out. I think both of them should be out by this time. It's, we stress out taping them. Yes. And then we tape them. They wind we, up very good. We, yeah. And they end up very good. And we also both do like a sigh of relief. And then I don't know about you, but I just forget what I've yes, said until you get Until you wake up to some DMs from someone being like, thank you so much for sharing. I'm that wonderful sad story. too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's sweet though. It's very it's nice. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so if you want to sign up with you up with benefits, it's on Apple Podcasts. There's like a little button. It's um, on there, and if there and or you can search it on Spotify if that's what you use, and you can subscribe there. Um, let's do another let's email. Let's do it. Okay. Dear Jared and Jordana, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for making my Wednesdays and Sundays ten times better these past two years. You're welcome. I need your honest, authentic opinion on my longtime friend with benefits. I'm currently writing this as I just got home from meeting up with him, so the topic is hot. <laughs> For background, five years ago, I met this guy at the infamous Hampton Bay's Bordy Barn. Jordana, as a Long Island native, I hope you know what this summertime Sunday thrill is. I do know about it, and I have been there. So you're gonna, I, was, I, was I, I held off on even Google searching Bordy Barn. Yeah for hopes that you would know exactly what it is. I don't know what it is. It's been like ugh, more than 10 years, probably since I was there, I was there once, mm. but it's just like a fun, like bar. I think it's in the Hamptons. There's stickers. They put like stickers everywhere mm -hmm. and you just like drink and have fun. I think there might be a band or something. The I don't really remember. Well, the only thing I know is that if you're invited to Hampton Bays, yes. you're not going to the Hamptons. That is something I have learned yes. as someone who has moved to New York from another place. Just you know, know you're know. not. It's not really the Hamptons. It's not the Hamptons. Okay? You're going to get some angry DMs from some Hampton Bays. <laughs> what about Quag? No, no, no. <laughs> this is, that's like. <laughs> it's like the, uh, it's the poor man's Hamptons. Yes. Yes. It's, it's like, hey, let's go to a steak place. And then you're at Applebee's. Right. They got steak. Yeah, technically. Technically. Yes. It has the name a, in it. Right. It's Hampton in it. The Longhorn Steak play, Steakhouse is a steakhouse. Yeah. It's like you would just go to the Jersey Shore. 
at this point. <laughs> if this episode didn't turn off some people, I don't know what will. We've yeah. already told people we we hate JetBlue because it's socialism. <laughs> we can't. We can't. Everyone, yeah, we hate anyone that treats people the same. Right. And um, we don't like Hampton Bay. I'm sure your apartment in Hampton Bay is nice. It's but you're 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 lying. <laughs> if you invite someone to the Hamptons and you end up in Hampton, you've lied to me. Yes, you know we my after prom senior year after prom we went to Hampton Bays, which that is makes how, sense. Which is how you know, right, 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 right. <laughs> it's accessible. Right. No, I, li- I mean, listen. A beach is a beach. Um. So she says we hit it off and nothing escalated from our meeting, but we did eventually turn into booty calls and late night meetups. Honestly, he was a nice guy, fun to talk to. The sex was great, and I wasn't pursuing anyone else, so why not keep this going? Keep in mind, this was five years ago. Right. (laughs) Throughout these five years, I've gotten into two serious relationships where Bordy Barn Boy (laughs) was put on the back burner because I'm not a cheater. I feel like that was like an alliterative. It was tough. Whatever that was. Bordy Barn Boy. That's hard. It's hard to say. It was put on the back burner. This is like (laughs) Sally sells seashells. Right. By the Hampton Bays. (laughs) Because right? she needs the money. <laughs> Someone's angry. So okay. you're getting someone more and more worked up. <laughs> Guys, come for Jared. I'm joking. I didn't say it. I'm joking. I just thought it. Welp. When I'm those- joking. <laughs> when those relationships fell through, I'd hit up my boardy barn boy and we'd pick up right where we left off, conversation-wise and intimate-wise. To my knowledge, he has not dated anyone since we've met. He has not emotionally held me back from dating other people. And like I said, I've had two semi-long-term relationships since meeting him. Here's my situation. Me and Bordy Barn Boy have been friends with benefits for five years now. Whenever we get together, we always spend a lot of time catching up and shooting the shit. We do occasionally text when we're not together about random things or something with our common interest. We truly have so much in common and can hold playful banter when we're together. I know our arrangement has always been friends with benefits, but with me being 27 and him being 30 and with this going on for five years, am I crazy to think that we could explore this further? Truthfully, I'm terrified to mention this since I do love what we have now and don't want to risk losing it. But five freaking years of talking and hooking up, my friends make fun of me saying I'll end up with him in the end, but that we're both too nervous to make a move. Hey. I don't know about that. Yeah, he's, he's shaking his boots. Why would he be? Yeah, there's nothing I'm more so nothing more nerve wracking than <laughs> telling someone that you've been having sex with for five years that you like them. <laughs> that you get along with but great. How, yeah, what if they had no idea? <laughs> For a guy, especially. Your right? friends yeah. are the least helpful people in the entire world. I was imagining a guy being like, well, I, you know, we've been sleeping together for five years and the part I'm nervous about is telling her that I want to go to dinner. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. just... And my guy friends say it's impossible this idea hasn't crossed his mind either. The guy friends have given you better information than your girlfriend. They're just not giving her the full story. Right. What do you think, Jared? What should I do? How do I bring up something as simple as grabbing a drink? How do I approach this without risking losing what we've had going on these past five years? Keep up the amazing work, you two. P.S. I'm a therapist at a college counseling center and suggest your podcast to my girl students all the time. They love it. Sincerely, five-year fuck buddy. Well, thank you for suggesting this podcast. Sorry for laughing at you as you opened up to us. Um, (laughs) And about the Hampton Bay. Hampton (laughs) Bay. <laughs> if you're still listening, I have some thoughts. Let's hear it. Um, let me just give her a couple things. You know, sometimes the answer's in the email. Yes. And 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 this is um, one of those cases. I love when she gets to, here's my situation in the end. She does a lot of we talk. She needs to stop doing that. 
He is not talking about you in terms of we. He is being very selfish. He is getting everything he wants. There's a reason for the five years he goes, yeah, we hook up sometimes. Right. He, you are not a five-year fuck buddy. That's not how he thinks of you. I right. hook up with her sometimes. She's hot. She's cute. We have a good time. Doesn't really ask for more. Well, that kind of seems like what she's saying about him-ish. But the problem is she right. keeps calling, we have playful banter. We, you know, right. uh, and it's like, this is a problem that will will pursue because she'll keep thinking in we. Right, she that has, he's on the same page as her. Right. Okay. To him, right. he's being selfish, which most people are selfish. I'm not, I don't think he's wrong, wrong for that. I think you need to be more selfish. Well, it's kind of like it's been working out for both of them for this sure. whole time. And he has no real reason to believe otherwise. Right. Especially she's been in relationships and then they haven't. And then she's at, like, it seems like it's working for her too. Yeah, so, I mean, she claims it is, but like. Or it has been. I mean. <sighs> I think to me, it sounds like she's bored. Or she's lonely and right. she's thinking, well, why okay, not? well, there's this person. Yeah. And it's like, why does she? I think that's a question to ask herself. Why do I suddenly feel like I want to be with this person? Is it right. because I've suddenly realized that he's amazing? She's not saying that. But for her to figure that out, it involves her going, I'm done with something I've been doing mm -hmm. to explore what could be. Yeah. I don't think she's or that's not enough for her. Right. Point, and, yeah. and, and, and I, I kind of, you know, the thing I always, uh, I have a motto that I have to remind myself of. And I think it's a nice motto and I think it's helped me. Just because I have doesn't mean I will. Right. So just because you have hooked up with this guy for five years doesn't mean you will hook up with him for five years. Doesn't mean you don't, your mind might not change. It's changed. It's okay to admit that. And she's like, how do I say, get a grab a drink with someone? It's like, you're not saying let's grab a drink. You're saying I like you. Right. I like you. Not, we seem to like each other. We seem to get along. No, 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 no. This might be just that for him. You don't know. Yeah. And if I think, yeah, the first step to doing that is thinking to yourself. I agree she should definitely do that if that's the conclusion that she's coming to. I would first ask myself, do I actually want to be with this person? Or am I kind right. of like in between relationships? I'd like to be in a relationship again. This person is here and clearly physically attracted to me. And it seems easy. Right. But not thinking about like the, why isn't why hasn't she wanted to date him for the entire five years before that? Yeah, well, she says truthfully, I'm terrified to mention this since I do love what we have now and don't want to risk losing it. Do you love it? Do you love it? No one loves the, hooking up with someone for five years that's going nowhere that much. Well, maybe so, but also you love it so much that you're writing into us on how to figure out how to change it as soon as you get back. Right. <laughs> right? Well, that should be a clue as to like how much you right you don't love it, but maybe. Again, if you ask yourself, oh, do do I actually think this could work? Am I actually interested in seeing this could be some more, something more? And again, what you risk losing to me is in something so special. You could find, a, I'm sure, a bunch of people to like find and hook and will hook up with you casually right. for many years to come. But I guess she's, you know, I, I people say that to people. And, and, and I, what her feedback to that is like, well, no, but. We, we get along well and I trust this person and, you know, I know the size of their penis and they, the sex is good. This is what the, 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 the rebuttals from these types is always the same. Fine. And it's like you can find that with someone else, but you can probably also find that with someone that you want to be with and yeah, date and right. have a real relationship with, which is what it sounds like you want. Right. 
So then in that case, I think you're right. She should say, I like you. I, I like you. Let's go out to dinner. I wanted, I'd like to try dating. Right. And you have to say to yourself, I'm going to be okay. I will find a new penis that's the right shape for me. Right. <laughs> you know, like, if you have to be rest out, assured. Yeah. It's going to be fine. You got to gotta risk good to get great. Right. right? And, and, and it's funny because, like, Bordy Bard, Bordy Barn Boy yeah. becomes this, like, that's your drug, I think. Like, she talks about the friends weighing in. Like, the, you know, the guy friends, they were like, it's never, of course it's crossed his mind. And then they stop there. It's like, yeah, it crossed your friend. It's crossed his mind. He, he wasn't into it. Yeah, yeah, like getting my dick sucked right. without being responsible. Well, for he it. also, she also said he's been single this entire time. Right. <laughs> so that should also give you a clue as right. to like, you know, what he's interested in. Right. And, <laughs> you know, it's funny. She was like, she's, uh, it, it, it's not emotionally held me back. It might have emotionally held him back. You know, he might be like, uh, I got everything I need right here. Right. Right. And not afraid of losing it. And, you know, that's a very romantic way of looking at this. But right. Um, I think sometimes, you know, Bordy Barn Boy, where it's like all fun and games to talk about, but it's like, you kind of got to get off this story. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it's kind of like, that's what I'm saying. It's cute when it's like uh, a little bit of a thing, but then when it's like, what do you want to get to 10 years? No. Is that the goal? No, I mean, I, is to have this go on just inevitably? <laughs> hey, it's our anniversary. <laughs> of what? Bordy Barn. Bordy Barn. Yeah. You don't remember? Yeah. Is that where we met? But I agree. I think she should admit she likes him or at least wants to try something bigger. The idea of them going on a first date is like insane. Like the, that she's like, how do we grab drinks? Right. Hey, but also, I like, that's gone. Also, if you like, if you have such intimate, great conversations, like she said she did, she did, that should seem natural. Right. I'm surprised you haven't gone on, gone out for drinks. She hasn't asked for that. And he's been happy to oblige. Right. <laughs> right. Because he was too nervous. Right. <laughs> I hate it. That is my least favorite thing. Is he too shy? To ask me, yeah, he's people will go to great lengths to protect their own ego. I think. Yeah, no, that I mean, uh, yeah. Where that's a much easier explanation than he's never been interested in anything right. like this to me. Like to say to your, to say that to yourself is like almost it feels like hurtful to yourself. Of course, even if it is the truth. I mean, our yeah. explanation of this whole thing might be hurtful to her. Right. I, I, well, it's not. It doesn't. Again, and it can be hurtful. Be. It doesn't necessarily have to be personal. No, person. You can something can be hurtful with even if it's not personal because it feels personal. Of course, it's kind of like the whole. Yeah. Well, that's thing. that's the whole thing with this guy. It's like he's gonna go. I mean, if she, if he was to if he was to spell it out, it would be really personal and hurtful. I like you, but I'm just not interested in dating you. Yeah. I like you for for what I, exactly I what we're think doing. Of, I, I think of someone different for me for my long term future. Right, that would be yeah. That's hurtful. the real truth. Right, right. But I'm happy to be your boardy barn boy right. <laughs> till the end of time. I wonder if we should say those th th kinds of things to each other though. Like, obviously, it it's feels a, hurtful. It's a band aid rip. I say it on yeah. stage. I do a bit about it on stage, and I can see people literally getting like hurt by. It. I say, I like you, but I feel I. I've said um, every relationship ends because I don't want to be with you forever. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason a relationship ends. I and I try to talk about that on stage. Yeah. And you see people like, well, and it's like, what's the other answer? Well, oh, well, they live far away or the timing wasn't right. Okay. I don't want to be with you. I don't want to make the work to be with you forever. Yeah. 
Well, and, that's almost not even as hurtful as I want to be with someone else forever. Well, that's Cause it not could what, be like, that's, that's, cause it could be like, I don't want to be with anyone forever. Right. Mm. But what you're saying is I want to, what you just said is a lot yeah. more hurtful than even what you're saying on you. stage. I don't want to be with you forever. Right. But I want to be with, but I, or no, what you said is I see someone else for me forever. Right. And that's, I guess that feels personal and hurtful yes. and comparative. Yes. Um, but it's, I, but truthfully, but true. it's not, I, I guess it is, but it, I don't is. Know. but it doesn't mean you're bad. It just means you're not for me. Well, yeah, right. Like you I, said, fuck, uh, I like chocolate doesn't mean fuck vanilla. That's the, I, I, but I guess this is, I, I love chocolate. No, it's fuck vanilla. And then I don't know what the other flavor is, but it's out there somewhere. Right. I'm going to find it. <laughs> right. If I'm going to commit to one flavor, it's not going to be, it might not even, I, but maybe it's not even out there and you just think it is. Are you right. rather t- it's more like I'd rather take my chances thinking there's someone that I'd rather that I would be a better match with forever. And that's why there's a rise in lonely single men. <laughs> right? Because uh, but yeah. it's the truth of Well, that's this... why you'd love it if there was a rise in lonely single men because you'd be like you thought I was right. you, you thought there was someone out there <laughs> that you that you do want to be with forever. And there wasn't. And you should have <laughs> Fucking lockdown, boardy bitch, for the rest of your life. <laughs> I mean, kind of, right? right? I think that's like, the, and I just said it myself. Like that would make me, and it, I mean, I don't. If I think about it rationally, of course, I would not want everyone who used to date me to be lonely and single. But in theory, I'm I kind of never. Does, it does feel like a little liberating to be like I've you ne- thought there was better. Even the people, right? Even the people that I have like some like annoyances with that I've been with over the times. Right. I have not, I never had that thought once that I want them to be sad and single. Like well, I, you I'm like, I want them to be much. like happy and forgot about That's because you're dumping them. That's the difference. I feel like wanting someone to be lonely and single. I probably feel exactly like Delta felt when I came back <laughs> You know, I booked him crawling thought, back. Yeah, I booked JetBlue. Yeah. yeah I yeah. thought there would be a better match for me. Turns out, Nope, coming back. <laughs> it's real. This is why Delta's a healthy company. They didn't l- yeah. call you and go, they didn't oh, beg me. we knew you'd be back. Yeah. They, loser. They just took my, they just maintained me as a customer. My dad always says, this is not enough that I do well. It's that every, all of my enemies do worse than me. I like that. <laughs> it's not enough. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. Let's do it. 
Today's Red Flag or Deal Breaker game is brought to you by Faux Pas, just in time for summer. We're in the midst of summer. It's a Faux Pas summer. I'll, I'll announce it. Delish. Um, I actually need some from you. Please take. I want to bring it to the cellar. Amazing. I was talking about it at the comedy cellar. Gotta get cellar. it in the cellar. That would be great because yeah. um, I was there last night and they were like, we all want to try it. So I'm going to take some today. One of each flavor. I, I, absolutely. Yeah. Because they're all delicious. They're all wonderful. The tequila, the vodka, beautiful can, jumps off the page. It gives you a fun vibe. Just it a, is all about a, fun. Yeah. I would include it in some of the bachelorette parties that I begin that's to plan. For the, that's for their, their tiered packages. Right. The deluxe package includes faux pas for you and the whole bridal party. Because it's a deluxe cocktail we'll that on, you can find on the Drizzly app. This is amazing. Exactly. We'll discuss pricing later. Right. <laughs> Let's play some games. All right. Hi, J&J. Huge fan from South Australia. Please come and do a show in, how do you say it? Aus? Australia. I Australia? Mean, that, that'd be like USA. Oh, okay. In the USA soon. <laughs> in Australia soon. Totes appreciate in advance. I would love to go to Australia. Please. I've been trying my whole life. Yes. Have us. Yeah. Tell someone to bring us there. <laughs> Red flag or deal breaker, you're talking to someone over Instagram DMs for a few weeks before your first date, met during COVID lockdown, so couldn't leave the house for a while, and they take screenshots of the pictures you send. Some context. This guy I was talking to would occasionally send pics of himself doing stuff throughout the day, and I would do the same. I would screenshot his pics because he looked cute and I wanted to show my friends. What I didn't know was that Instagram sent a screenshot notification to him each time. He eventually asked me, what are you doing with all these screenshots of me? Once I had taken about six of them, I almost died of embarrassment. <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't a deal breaker for him. And we're still dating two and a half years later. Thanks for the hard truths and laughs. So embarrassed. I want to scream shot. I love that sign off. Um, I didn't know that either. I don't. Is that the case? Like if I DM you a picture and then you open it and then you screenshot it, I get a notification. I've never gotten that. Me neither. It's a new thing. Oh, it's a new thing. Is Instagram trying to drive us all away? Like, what is, what is, what is their yeah, big plan I know here? what we'll do. <laughs> Anytime. You know what the worst would be if they if they told the person when you sh- when you screenshotted Send it to their Instagram story. Oh, the story. That would be Because I horrible. do that all the time to or make fun ha- of people. Uh, uh, screenshot, screenshot a story. Send. Yes. Uh, and then also if they showed you sending someone's story to someone else. Yeah, like the share. Ugh, that would be a horrifying. nightmare. Don't give them any ideas. Right. I mean, they're trying to ruin their business. Um, also, how many times you've watched someone's stories? I don't want that. None of it. No inform. I want no information. No. Yeah, less. They should more. get rid of who views your story. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> like like a like, little information. You're like relax. Yeah, chill. <laughs> um, it wouldn't be a deal breaker for me, but I would be a different person over text because I would trust them less. Right. It, you wouldn't get the full Jared Freed experience over text. Well, they could still screenshot your texts, just not pictures. That but, you but I'm saying, okay. I'm going to be now. A you know, little, there's someone who's a screenshotter, right? Yeah. They're, are you a screenshotter? Yeah, I think we all are. Right. I think we all are, but knowing someone is, it's different. It level. becomes like, yeah. I'm going to pull back a little. To bit. To me, it would also depend on which pictures they were screenshotting. Very big point. That would be very telling. Yes. Because you would, you know, and because you would imagine what they'd be doing with those pictures. Right. It's, uh, you know, if they, especially if they were nudes of some sort, yeah. then, the, you know, you got to be out of there. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I kind of live in a world where everything I say is screenshot. Okay. <laughs> so I, like, I just believe, well, I mean, especially a dating app. Like when I talk to someone on a dating app, I'm like, 
yes, totally. this is going to be screenshot. Yeah, it would make you think about it differently. I mean, imagine, it, and no one really does this anymore, but imagine you found some, out someone was was taping all your calls. That I guess that would be worse because of the work that goes into that. Like a screenshot is so easy. Right. That but I'm you like, think if someone did that, you'd be oh like, you're a lunatic. I'm not. Right, I'm not. What if it, what I if you trust could, them. What if you could press a button on the phone? And just and, record? And it was so, it was just as easy. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't have a reason. I would think that that person's a very paranoid person. Yeah. It, the recording, because you have to get ahead of that. Right. The screenshot is is a reactive thing. So it's a less That's true. Bad. After you see it, then you right. can be like, yeah, yeah, I agree. And, but it, you know, the screenshot stuff, when, especially if you're in an argument, over text that's why you should have you know if you argue over text you're, you're not getting the full answer from someone yeah you're getting what someone else is telling them to say to you right yeah. and you're getting what they know will be shared right. so they're like i gotta make sure the judge and the jury agree with me yeah so i mean again you've helped me through some texts to right. to people and i go to you because i'm you know because i trust you and your friend but right. also but also because i'm not in it so I know what it looks like to, to the come friend as the better person <laughs> to the to the person yeah. getting the screenshot. Right, yeah. So it's that's a big part of it too. Yeah. Don't ever anyone. I mean, the worst thing that you could ever see is your own screenshots in a fight with someone else. Oy. <laughs> hey, Jared and Jordana, sick podcast. <laughs> what is this? The the ranch hand. <laughs> uh, I recently ended a six-year relationship and need some validation that ending it was the right thing to do. Ha ha. Here's a red flag deal breaker for you. He and his mom would hold hands sometimes. For example, the whole family sitting on the couch watching TV and I would be cuddling, holding his hand on one side and his mom would be holding his hand on the other oh side. That's weird. That's weird. For reference, like I, I understand so holding Matt, your mom's Matt, hand. I'm picturing that. <laughs> it's very weird. He's hard. He's like, I don't know why What's I'm hard. What's going on oh, here? Oh, shit. This is very uh, confusing. <laughs> for reference, we're both 26, and his mom is a mom to four boys. You know how boy moms can be, I roll. At first, I thought it was nice that they're such a loving family, but typing this out makes me realize this should have been a deal breaker from the beginning. LOL. Yeah, now now that I've dumped him, fuck his family. Uh, thanks for all you guys do. A betch looking forward to hot girl fall. P.S. Jared, I saw you at Comedy Works in Denver. You're a star. Well, thank you very much. That's way too kind. Love that. What um, do you think? Holding hands no. with the mom. You're out. Out. That's. Okay. I, okay. This For situation. Like, if it was like a three second handhold in the appropriate situation, that would be fine. I'm not saying never, but this, they're constantly holding hands. No, constantly is bad. It's got to be. It's creepy. Yeah. And especially on the couch with her. She's on one side, yeah, the mom's on the I'd other side. Like, it's all fucked up. I would say something first. It wouldn't just be like out immediately, but I would be like, you hold hands with your mom a lot. To be honest, I find it a little weird. <laughs> I mean, I can't say I haven't held hands with my mom, but I also can't say I have. I'm sure when you were crossing the street as a little boy. Oh, that, that. <laughs> no, I was like, get away, I'm a man. Uh, yeah, like when's the last time your, your mom would know. But, but that's I, weird on the mom's part too. That's weird on both of their ends. At a certain point, you want to both be like, when I this think of holding weird. hands with a, with, a, with a mom or maybe a grandma, I, I, I don't know why, what came to mind was like an older woman. Like on her bed? No, oh. like 
at a funeral service. Like I, okay, you know, okay, like that's was, when I, he held. Okay, fine. He holds his mom's hand at a funeral of a loved one. Mutual loved, fine. That's fine. That like I I because it's funny when she first said they holds his mom's hand. My mind, you know, when you're like mind's eye yeah. goes to something. That's codependent. Very weird. On the normal, couch, yeah. it's like hey. well, with the girlfriend. It's almost like a power struggle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is this it's, is weird. It's weird. It's and a, again, you'd have to. Maybe he didn't even. He doesn't even think about it. I would tell him if he doesn't think it's weird. Mm. Then you really got to go. Well, I now I guess I haven't thought of this as like as a like a thinking of a woman I'm dating holding their dad's, dad's hand. hand. That makes some more sense. Still weird. It's if we're on the couch together and he's on the other side holding, I'd be like, what the no, fuck am I doing? No, it's like weird. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't be on that couch. I'd be like, I gotta go take a I shit. I would say it makes me really uncomfortable when you hold your mom's <laughs> hand. <laughs> women the, hold each other's hands, no? I don't hold women's no. hands. Just casually. <laughs> <laughs> if I held one of my friend's but hands, they'd be professionally. like, Professionally. <laughs> casually. I mean, we're playing Red Rover. Right. <laughs> Even Red Rover, I would feel weird. Yeah, it's like a, it's a lot. Red Rover, Red Rover. What a weird game. Very weird. You yeah, have to you call can hold, people out individually. What, what's the cutoff for holding a child's hand? Eighteen, I think, in most states. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Old, I, don't, I don't know. Eight. Eight, maybe ten. No, ten. I. This is one of those like you got to have kids to know. I, I think. don't know. If you have a kid, write in the last appropriate year to be holding their hand. Just casually while sitting for no right. like for not a functional purpose. I'm wondering if I would be a parent and I'm not like and I just like look at that fucking weird parent holding their kid's hand. Like would I ever think that? After a certain age, I think if you saw like a like a teenage boy and his mom holding hands, you'd be like, That's what weird. the fuck is going on in that family? I would yeah. think it was weird. Right. I don't know. All right, let's do one more. All right. Maybe he doesn't even realize. Doesn't maybe, think about it. Uh, maybe She's it was just a nice it. moment between mother and son. She said it happens all the time. <laughs> all right. Faux pas or not. Nah. Red flag or deal breaker. He doesn't know what a garbage can looks like. I invited a guy back to my apartment after a fun date. All goes well. Continue on with my life. Two weeks later, I'm doing my hair with my Dyson Airwrap and discovered the two condoms we used in, that, in the case. It's my in my bathroom, kind of under the sink, but I have a normal mini garbage can right by the toilet so in a pretty visible spot but instead he put them in this case with hair tools in it that is definitely not a garbage can picture of the case attached in case jared doesn't know what a dyson air wrap <laughs> case looks like i also thank you i didn't i also don't know what a dyson air wrap case looks like um i don't know if that makes me poor so red flag or deal breaker <laughs> he doesn't know what a garbage can looks like how Sincerely. hampton bay is of you right <laughs> me and the boardy me, me and all the rest of the girls at the boardy barn don't know what a dyson air wrap case looks like sincerely not the kind of hair product i was looking for so first of all this is an amazing story have you put the condoms in her in her hair dryer bag used case? condoms just showing up anywhere is just a jarring yeah. experience yeah right not your favorite <laughs> you don't want to let it come oh what the fuck is this a deflated snake skin yeah. just hanging there and like to have it show up you're like about to do your hair you smell nice you just took a shower and then all of a sudden ah! you know like yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like um but i did look at this and i go it does kind of look like i have a simple human okay. trash can yeah, yeah it kind of looks, like, looks yeah. like it i see it and the mini so, one especially especially the yeah. mini one so i do understand 
it is weird. I guess like you have to think of like how much this person is just aloof. Like to open this up and look at the inside and think it's a garbage. That's crazy. From the outside, it does look good. To me, the guy is just kind of lazy. Like he was just kind of like, this looks like a garbage. He's not like, he's not paying extra care to make sure he's tossing it in the right place. It would be like a little bit of a turnoff because it's just kind of like, you just didn't really. What a horrible time to be lazy with a used condom. Right. You're like, oh, this looks like a garbage. I'll just toss it in there without thinking. I could see how if he just, maybe he was drinking, he wouldn't. Right. He could, I think it'd be a red flag. And I would, yeah. I have to, you'd have to call him out on it. You got to. You're yeah. like, dude, what the fuck? You threw fact, a condom. Like, Look what I just found as I was about to do my hair. <laughs> right. Right. I can't even straight, try to straighten my hair and it's all full of cum now. Ugh. How Something got married. <laughs> right. Well, that's it for today's Red Flagger Deal Breaker presented by Faux Pas Can Cocktails. They're 8% alcohol made with real vodka or real tequila, gluten-free, and contain no artificial flavors or artificial friends because we're not into overcomplicating things. Jordana, Faux Pas, it's here. Drink of the summer. Drink of the summer, crushing it. Amazing, and we hope you guys enjoy the last few weeks of summer with I can't believe. I I came in kind of summer-ready, sandals, T-shirt. Ready to go. In a week, we're going to be in... No, don't say it. Sweatsuits. Although it has been a little stiflingly hot. I could go for some like nice 75 to 80 degree weather. I'll probably say this again. New York in the fall. Nothing like New York City in September. That's If I was to visit this city, it would be September. Agreed. Best best time of year. Best time It's of also year. my birthday. Anyway. Holy shit. Very exciting. Well, we'll <laughs> see you guys on Sunday for our Sunday special. That's right. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.